Let us begin. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I've had just a little, uh, you know, a week of spots uh, locally, but you were, please, Jackie. You're, oh, my gosh. Uh, what a I was st- still doing New York for most of it. Yeah. And um, ended up at a really cool, I I don't even know, is it the East Village where Katz's Delicatessen is? Do you know yeah. New York? Yeah, you went to Katz's? <laughs> no, well, I did go to Katz's, but I went after I did a set at a place that was adorable and and packed, uh, like 2019, of course. Um, it was, it's called Poco's Restaurant, P-O-C-O. Oh, wait, and, I don't know it, okay. And I think it's a Wednesday night and it's run uh, by people who listen to the show. Turns out, uh, Lori, a lot of comics listening to the program. And so, hi, hi, everybody. And uh, I wish I had to make of that. I mean, yeah, sure. uh, Sure. (laughs) A lot of people that don't want to go to comedy (laughs) shows unless they're on the show, (laughs) listening to the show. That's great. That's good. That's good news for me. (laughs) What do you think? uh, Should we start a segment where they get to ask us a question? Absolutely not. Um, So, (laughs) uh, but the show was really fun. And, Mm -hmm. um, and I got to see uh, Josh Gondelman was on that one. That was the one I sent you the picture of us as the only one wearing masks. Oh yeah. Right, right, right. Well, but yep. And, and it was, I ended up, um, you know, I've been trying to post a bunch. I've been trying to, I have a lot of orders from the dork for it, from JackieCation.com for, uh, for a bunch of stuff. Oh, actually this, this just came in. What are people buying from you? Uh, staycation DVD and a staycation CD. Nice. Yeah, right off the website there, JackieCation.com. Nice. You can get a deal if you buy the old ones, uh, more than one. They're 15 bucks a piece. Staycation, still 20 bucks each. Uh, yeah. Mostly because it'll, it's going to become a collector's item since it's not playing anywhere. It is, it's available purchasing and streaming on Amazon and, on Amazon and iTunes. But, but when whatever. do we get, when does Sound Exchange come out? I just have to prepare myself to be angry again. I think it'll be uh, when the, the today, the day that this comes out. Wow. By the way, tonight we're at Flappers. Yes, guys, we, we, uh, wow, this date came up quick on us. I mean, there's, it's the holidays, you've been traveling, whatever, I've been having anxiety attacks. So, uh, we forgot to, uh, start, you know, uh, promoting it, but we have a show tonight. It's a live show of flappers guys. I'm going to bring my big old, uh, air purifier, put it right up front. Okay. We're all just going to hover. It'll be like a hobo. Well, can we all just get around it? Like a a hobo fire? Yeah, but I mean, I know everyone's worried. Not every, not enough people are worried about COVID, but if you're one of the ones that are, I'm going to have my purifier. You put a mask on. I think you'll be in good shape. Um, And we have you and me, we're each doing a a significant amount of time. And then we have show uh, sets by Irene too, former comic of the week. And available on vinyl. (laughs) That's right. Former comic of the week. And uh, Aaron Jackson, former comic of the week. So we have five really funny comics for you on a Monday night at Flappers. Yes. So come on down. Tons of parking. 
8 p.m. Yeah, tons of parking over at the Ashley Furniture. That's the that it is legal, so don't sweat it. And um, and there's other, you know, there's public uh, buildings as well. You don't have to park at a furniture store like Jackie seems <laughs> to like to always do. Right. Uh, because I can find my car. And but okay. I will say this is that uh, Floppers also has good food. So if you want to eat, they they have decent food. So right. Yeah. Hey, we're re- oh yeah, we are recording this. Okay. Yeah, we're- <laughs> they do. Like Kyle's food. not here, so we're running this. Uh, right, it's Kyle's yeah. birthday. <laughs> it is Kyle's Today, birthday, which is yesterday for you, right? Which uh, is the Sunday least. right before it came out, and he is. Uh, I think he's at Andy Main's album release party. Was that what it was? It was because oh. Andy Main uh, used to be. I, I think in Seattle. Oh, it is Andy Awansio. A lot of Andys. A lot of there's yeah. Andy Erickson. There's uh let's let's Andy Smith. Uh Andy Griffith, Andy, who was not a stand-up, but was a character. Why would you bring him up? It's uh right, Andy Awansio, uh Seattle, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very funny. I am going to Rooster Tea Feathers this weekend, cockadoodle doo. Yay! I can't wait to hear all about it. I'm there in like in a month. Right, so. right. So yeah. there's a yeah, there's a new. It'll be a new one, and uh, I have been gone for three weeks, and I walked in, and these dogs jumped on me, and it was adorable. Oh, and man. Um, but the, I guess uh, I guess I've been peeing on the rugs in the mama's room, and Andy was like beside himself. He's like, I can't keep washing these rugs. Do they not normally do that? They don't. They, oh. and well, I mean, hmm. they they have in the last nine months that she's lived with us, peed on that rug, but not as much as I guess they have in the last three or four days. Oh, they must have have had some anxiety, right? You know, and they had some Me sort too. of dog conversation and said, "How do we express this? <laughs> let's let's ruin their their." Did things. you did you? I had anxiety when I had I um abortion access access front. Uh, Watch Liz- yours, and then I saw a bunch of other people doing it too. Right, right. Liz asked me to do it, and I was like, "Yes, it sounds terrifying." And so I tried to call him over the weekend to make sure I got the machine. That clock, yeah, yeah, he doesn't have his machine on over the weekend. He knows they are really hard to call. I've tried to like Diane. This Feinstein is the worst. Is, There's no representation in representation. Even Diane. No, it's Diane true. Feinstein. These people are very difficult to get a hold of. Um, I've tried to call Diane Feinstein many times over the past years to just to be like, what the fuck are you doing? Resign, you dementia riddled yeah. <laughs> asshole. I mean, you are not representing a state anymore. You know, yeah. you're just holding yeah. on to something. Yeah, right. Exactly. It doesn't feel, it doesn't feel real. Imagine so, having Katie Porter's energy in the Senate or yeah. Adam Schiff's energy in the Senate. Instead, you have somebody who probably has dementia that no, but we don't want to hurt her feelings. Sorry. It, these are, these are really important times. Oh, they're oh, very, man. Uh, very much don't so. Me started, hard, agree. hard agree. Why did you get me started? <laughs> oh, cause I, I did the thing, but I was super nervous to call. Mm-hmm. And then I got mad in the middle of it, so I had to cut it up and and sort of um, put it together, and so that I could post it, so that it seemed. Uh, I didn't get super mad, like I didn't swear or anything. I just, yeah. I was like, I think I just said, "I am so mad," <laughs> and I thought, yeah. "Well, that's not that does that's not the narrative that I wish yeah. to imply." So yeah. that's on the that's on the Instagram. Um, I am. Yeah, so we just got, I just got home today, last night. Okay, so then I went 
from New York City to South Dakota to do the snow jam. Where uh, how many nights in South Dakota? I got there Thursday night. They thought I was staying there last night uh, or tonight, um, but I'm not. Uh, I was like, no, I'm coming home. I had to come a day early just so that I could make sure I could make the, you know, because uh, so I got there Thursday night. Friday, I didn't have anything to do. Miss Shannon, Shannon Paul is a former comic of the week. She was the other Mm -hmm. headliner, Minneapolis Mm -hmm. comic. And um, super nerd. Awesome. Awesome dork. And um, so she had her headline set on Friday night. I had mine on Saturday night. Plus, I also did a live dork forest on Saturday day. And um, that's a lot. Yeah. During the dork forest, uh, at the end of it, I was like, you know, because I, I don't know why. But every, I mean, I have plenty of listeners to the podcast, but live Dork Forest, anywhere in the world, 22 people. Oh, tuning in live? In the, in the room. Like if oh, I do I a see. live okay. episode, there's okay. 20, they sell 22 tickets. I have absolutely <laughs> no idea why. But uh, so I said, does anyone want to go to lunch? Uh, and so went to lunch with like 10 people. Hey, there you go. And we went to a place in, in uh, Sioux Falls called Squealers. Uh-huh. And uh, Squealers is um, obviously a pork-related uh, um, restaurant. Oh, it's about the noise the pigs make before they're killed? Yes. Yes. Oh. Let me tell you something, by the way. There's a giant hog processing farm. And when we left last night, when, when, we, when we walked out of the... It was starting to get dark and yeah. uh, out of the lunch, there there was a, a pea soup of a fog. And I was like, that's a weird fog. And they and this guy, Brian, he's uh, and other people had not heard it. But Brian said, comic, local comic, he goes, it's the hog fog. And I was like, what the hell is a hog fog? And say it again. So hog fog, <laughs> there is a company called John Morell. Um, and now they're owned by Smith. In relation to Sam Morell. No, no, the comic. Okay. No, spelled differently. Okay. And um, but it's an old hog processing plant. And when they process a lot of hogs, it releases so much heat into the atmosphere <sighs> that it. I mean, it sounds like like a global it warming nightmare. Appalling. It just uh, I don't know awful. how you could be vegan and go to Sioux Falls. Is what I'm telling you oh because it smelled like pork. <laughs> Please. Not a lot, not a lot, just a little bit. Oh my God. But it delayed the flights. What? So, yeah. So it was so thick that, that, cause it was still there when I got out of the, out of the show last night. And so this morning my flight didn't leave till 1230. So I go to the Sioux Falls, South Dakota airport. The where first year, uh, where are you connecting on these? Minneapolis. Chicago? Minneapolis. What? Minneapolis. Okay. Yeah. D- Delta. So, um, the five o'clock Delta had been pushed. It left at noon. The five a.m. did. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. They couldn't get. So out. When did yours leave? Mine left on time because uh, then it was. But there was a lot of. Uh, well, actually, it left probably 15, 20 minutes late. And Minneapolis. I love Minneapolis. The Minneapolis airport can fuck itself uh, because my my tra- my tra- my layover, mm-hmm. so my transfer. So twelve thirty, I get there at one. I ended up getting there at 145. They started boarding my my flight to LA at 140. Mm-hmm. It left at 220. I was four terminals away. 
Oh my God, that's scary. How do you, so, uh, does that have like a people mover or a, it's it has a son. train, but it, it uh, according to their own map, the, it took 13 minutes. Oh my God. And, oh, uh, my son is watching, uh, walking dead by the way. And there's an emergency on the walking dead, but it sounds like, uh, the house is about to burn down, but I think we're I can't okay. hear it. No, no, I can't hear it. It's uh, I can't. Oh yeah. Nothing's happening. He's watching The Walking Dead. It's a political thriller. Um, so mm-hmm. that's what Debbie Gutierrez insisted when I said, I can't watch zombie shows. There's only two things can happen. They cure zombieism or they kill all the zombies. That is it. Or the people become zombies, I suppose. That is be the other one. I am so tired of hearing uh, <laughs> <laughs> from it's the television. One sound effect. They record it at once and they play it at least 20 minutes per hour long show. And it's 11 seasons long. <laughs> and I can't get away from it. Because he's on board. And he then was... he started watching The Last of Us. I'm like, come on, man. Can we just have a can we just a have a break? Free, a Can break we watch Veep from... or something? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so you yeah. had you had to pack for so many climates. Yeah, it was three weeks. I ended up. I did laundry in New York, so I don't. Mm-hmm. I have very little laundry right now, um, and I have to leave <sighs> again. But the new Dork Forest T-shirts came in. I have I at least seven orders that I have to fulfill either tomorrow or Tuesday. Um, there's a bunch of things I have to, other things I have to catch up on. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a bit of a trek. And then, and then I go right away back to Michigan to Traverse city the week after. And after Traverse city, I'm going to stop at Milwaukee and see my dad. Yeah. Uh, Cause it's been six, eight weeks. And yeah, no, you yeah. gotta do it. Gotta do it. Um, well, I just was uh, last weekend. I just went through the Oakland airport and I just have to tell you, it's, I love it. I love it. It's a great <laughs> little airport. It's a great little airport. San Francisco is huge and Southwest usually, I usually go through, uh, through there with Southwest. And so yeah. you've got the Harvey milk terminal, which is like incredible. That's, that's your favorite. Touching. Yep. Um, and then, uh, and, uh, his and George Moscone's death led to the uh, career rise of the aforementioned Diane Feinstein, who became right. mayor of San Francisco after that, his assassination. But anyway, but remember um, it was the seventies. So oh, was. yeah, yeah. Everyone was getting assassinated in the seventies. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, so regular people, you know, yeah. who just go about their daily lives. Um, but uh yeah, so uh I was home this week just doing spots here and there. I was at Where'd um, you go up? Yeah. Let's see, I was uh in Santa Monica on Friday. I did um I did the crow. Uh oh, nice. And before that I did um the West Side. And so they're like oh, they're not 15 far. minutes apart. Yeah. And uh not wonderfully, like the crow has so much parking. It's almost too much parking. Because um, it's in this space that's just like wild with parking. And uh, so, you know, as soon as you leave whatever thing you're going to, if you're going to the Crow, you're going to park and walk right in the room and you'll be okay. You don't have to, you're not going to circle or anything. Yep. Uh, so that was fun. Um, and then last night I was at um, uh, Comedy and Magic in Hermosa. Oh, nice. Three shows. The... <laughs> it's funny every time a club has a second room the second room is always the most up and down situation (laughs) like the lab is up and down the yoohoo can be up and down right Right. and so the um 
they have a, you know, they have a second room in the lounge and that's up and down. And so the first (laughs) show was there and that was down, way down, way down. (laughs) Then the middle show was in the showroom and it was like such a marked difference. Like everyone, everyone was so traumatized by the first show, the comics that you could sit around (laughs) and take a beat after the first joke. You're like, oh. Oh, normal. Okay, good. <laughs> and then the third show was back in the lounge, better crowd. So, you know, it yeah. was early at the, early at the lounge for some reason was a, at least that night, a tough combo for the comics. Maybe the audience had a good time. It, you, right. you know, you never know, but um, yeah, we, we every, I think almost everyone but Angel Gaines got a stage going, I'm still funny, right? Like I'm a right. comic, right? <laughs> uh, I did the stand I did up and down. And oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. the upper, the top room, same way, can be great. Same way, can be great, or can be, can be death. Yeah, can be. Yeah, and usually can be the death. bottom's pretty good. Yeah, the bottom was always good. Yeah, um, I did. Yeah, Johnny Pemberton was there, and I don't know if you know Johnny Pemberton, uh, yeah. but he used to. He started doing um, mics when I when I moved here. So he he's a he's a local guy, and um, mm-hmm. to me, you know, I some yeah. and he. Uh, we had a we had a lovely. It was it was fun hanging out with him actually, and then we shared a lift back to Brooklyn, and um, someone was like, someone asked me who he was, and I was like, uh, you remember an Ant Man when Ant Man's working at Jamba Juice? Um, oh, so he had a role that was yeah his- yeah he he was the okay. guy. I feel like I don't the, remember one of the that. dogs. What are you looking around for? I'm looking around because one of the dogs is barking about something. Are you okay? Yeah, everybody's fine. Okay. It's, I am so it's sorry. It's the other dog to pee on the carpet. You know that. Right, right. I'm going to give these dogs. These are the dumbest treats in the world. Here. What? Gentle. He's like, I don't want it. I freaking bought Charmy a $25 bone. <laughs> and she doesn't like it. <gasps> no. And I'm like, why don't sucks. I just keep buying her socks? Because that's all she <laughs> all she chews is my socks. But I don't want to get her like think it's okay. But it, yeah. whether she thinks it's okay or not, she just chews socks all the time. Right. And you bought her a really nice bone, and she could give a damn. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> I was promised. Uh, I oh, so. Oh, they love these. Oh, so good for their teeth. So yeah, big dog needs a big bone. Here's my here's my question about Rooster Tea Feathers this weekend. Should I fly or should I drive? Um, I would say drive. I think I'm going to drive. Yeah, I think I'm going to drive just because uh, I think it'll be. Otherwise, somebody has to pick me up to go to the shows and I'm trapped at that that hotel. Right. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's good to think a little bit. You get a long drive. You get to think, you know, yeah, shooting I up could- through the center of California. And you don't have to, it's, it's, you know, you're at the bottom of the Bay area, basically. You're not like, it's an extra hour and a half to get to San Francisco. But once you hear, you know, oh, is it? I, I think so. I think it's probably, I, I'm going to say it's about a five hour drive. I would say if you time, okay. right, you know, yeah. Cause Andy, it, it is a bad. guy he's working with up there that he's publishing this board game with. And he's like, oh, you could bring my prototype up to him. And I was like, what side of the Bay is he on? Outside <laughs> of, of San Francisco, is if he's further than Fremont, you got to bail, or yeah, he can and, come to you, right? And I think my niece still lives in San Jose. I didn't get to see my nephew in Brooklyn. I uh, he just had a baby. I didn't get to see my great nephew. Wow! And I, I was in Brooklyn for ten days, and I called him right away, and I was like, "Hey, man, I'm staying in Brooklyn." And he goes, "Oh, that's right in our neighborhood." 
And he never called me back again. <laughs> and I was like, to me, that's an ideal a... family member. How he can has... I get related to this guy? Uh, clearly, he's very busy. <laughs> I was trying to figure out, you know, I don't know how to. I got I locked myself out of the apartment once. Oh, um, which you know, when you borrow an apartment, luckily. My friend is uh, friends with her neighbors, mm -hmm. so I was able, it was just a delay of like a half an hour. And I had not walked, I had, every time I had walked to the left to go to the subway, to go to, um, there's a, there was a Target over there. Mm -hmm. And uh, which one were you near again? What, what, uh, you were near a large downtown? one, Downtown? Right? I was near a, the downtown Target in Brooklyn. Oh, is that, what, what, at, no, what, um. What Flatbush? Flat uh, okay, it's uh yeah, it was I think it was Barclay Center. Okay, yeah, and um and I walked to I think it was three of my uh all three of my my Brooklyn shows I could walk to them. Oh, nice. Yeah, and um and I had lunch with a couple of local comics one day, and then but uh second to last day I took a right. Mm -hmm. There's a grocery store. There's a coffee shop. Oh. There's a bakery. There's three restaurants. Oh I was like, I've been eating peanut butter sandwiches. There's three restaurants. <laughs> oh, too and, bad. Uh, it was too bad. So maybe next time, but I don't. I don't oh, know when so that will be. Do you want to move to Brooklyn? Oh. No. Okay. I don't want to move anywhere. Oh, okay. That's your forever home, as yeah. they say on HGTV. <laughs> Right. This was our starter and forever home. I mean, <laughs> it's a good thing. I mean, that's what I like about this house is that it's a one story small house mm -hmm. um, that used to be able to, I used to be able to keep really clean, but now we have two dogs and a cat. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, it's what it is. Um, it's a great house. I just it is a great house. Yeah. love the Brooklyn, you know, it's in the burbs. Uh, Brooklyn is a very different life. It's also yeah. incredibly fun and exciting. Right, right. I think um, if I moved to New York, I would, as per usual, want to live on Park Avenue with a doorman. Right. I, I don't have any. I, if I moved to New York, I would want to live. I would live on the Upper right. West Side with the doorman building. That'd be fine too. Um, yeah, I would love. I would love to live on the Upper West Side one day. And the Village. I'd love to just like uh, you know rent a place in the Village for like a year and just live like that for a year. That's it. Just a year. To, um, just to see if you liked it. I know I would love it. I just want, oh. I couldn't afford to live there forever, but if you, if you could just do it for a year, you know, and just, oh. just be near, you know, the, uh, parts of the West village are so they're, uh, they're historically preserved. They're beautiful. And they're, and they just feel, you feel like you're in 1780s sometimes, you know? Um, okay. so I, I like that. Mm -hmm. Did you ever do that? I, mean, I don't know that I'll ever do that, but no, but that, but that would be, I don't know that I'll ever live in a doorman building on the Upper West Side. Right. So, but what about um, this question? Have mm -hmm. you ever done Jesse Fox's podcast in New York? The, I Fox did it remotely. Media? Wait, he came out here and I did it in a warehouse in LA. Okay. The good one. Yes. Yeah, that's it the good one where he takes one of your bits and yeah uh dissects it and yeah yeah i and, did that with him yeah yeah in fact he mentioned a tag that i had dropped and i'm like oh i'll add that back in right i i took some notes myself because he he takes <laughs> such a it's such a navel gaze into a bit 
that I was yeah. like, oh, that that is an angle that I could also go on. Yeah, right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, so today, so oh, then last night after my shows, um, so I thought Jenny Yang's party was last night. So okay. I, I drove by the place where it is right now, tonight, on Sunday. <laughs> and I drove by it, and it's that whole area was, like, packed. And there's like a giant line to get in. So I was like, I, I can't do it. I can't, <laughs> I can't do this. I can't be near it. I don't think this line isn't for, Je for Jenny's place, but the whole area was like, this is not oh, a place like, for me. And as yeah. soon as I get out of the car, everyone's going to know it. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, uh, I just texted like happy birthday cakes as I drove by and said, I I'm sorry, I can't. And then yeah. she's like, well, it's you're, you're there the wrong day. Oh, <laughs> So it might be lightly attended tonight, uh, Sunday. Yes. I am. I got a last minute spot at uh, at the uh, the improv, and I think Ma main room or lab. Do you know main room? So oh, nice. Yeah, Crystal wow. House uh, texted me, and um, if I'm taking this, I'm, I have the nine forty five, and I looked on their lineup, and Christella has it. So either if I, I don't know if I'm taking if she canceled, I'm taking her spot. Oh, okay. She's a huge Dallas Cowboys fan and they're playing the Niners right now as we speak. Maybe, maybe the game's ended. And I wondered if maybe Dallas was sucking and Christella's like, I, I can't leave the house. I'm sick to my stomach. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sports. I'll find out. It's, uh, yeah. It's, um, yeah, I don't know. I've been doing, I've been doing stretches. I br I brought my uh All right. I have this collapsible um you know that that ball not a ball it's a it's like a it looks like one of those uh noodles that go in the in the pool yeah but they're hard and you roll your back on them and you oh, can yeah, do yeah, exercises yeah. around them yeah. I have one that flattens oh, and nice. so I put it in my luggage and uh so the last couple of days I've been trying to do that and I am much more flexible and I feel better. And so uh, that, I mean, I'm so out of stories that that's the story I thought I'd tell you right now. <laughs> I'm pretty excited for you. Um, I Thanks. always love a, a medical device story. <laughs> sure. And, but I, I know that um, I could talk about my set, which I, you know, I, I did 40, you know, what did I do last night? Probably 55. I always, I get a light of 45 and I end up doing another 10, right? And there's jokes that I'm doing. I have a couple of like sort of short bits that don't have anything to do with me. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, that aren't really, you know, it's sort of every time I write a, a dick joke. If I write a sex joke, it's you. I'm like, I'm so proud of myself that I've written something that other comics kind they write. And uh, <laughs> sometimes you need to arm yourself with dick jokes just in case you're following a dick joke comic, you know? Yeah, well, there's that. And then there's also, I, I like to arm myself with jokes that aren't just the longest story in the world about my life. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> which has punchlines in it, but, um, like I, this, I cannot for the, like, I start into this whole thing about the difference between <laughs> loving somebody and liking somebody. Yeah. That's the premise. Doesn't it sound like comedy gold? Anyway, it could be. 
but I, I, I get into it and they kind of tighten up on me. So I don't know why I'm coming at it from that angle. I have to come at it from possibly from a different angle so that they're not. I'm looking quite honestly, I'm looking forward to Travis City because I'm opening for Maria's crowd. Oh, nice. And then so I can try around. I want. Yeah. Um, oh, remember that bit I said where I flipped two chunks? Yeah. You know, well, I flipped them back. <laughs> oh, yeah. <But> it was <laughs> well, it was good to to switch them. And then I realized the first chunk I was. I, it, it had always been like just a setup for the second chunk. And I was like, what if I just made this, just try to punch it up a little bit. So it's its own thing. So uh, I, I wouldn't have to do the second part if I didn't want to. Um, so that's kind of made it a little stronger. Uh, oh, good. And, and it's always nice to try it in the opposite direction. Cause you might find yeah. something. Sure. Sure. And that's great. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, again, I, I, <laughs> I, I uh, talked to my people about, you know, I need an agent. I need a writing agent, please. Yeah. And yeah. the, again, the response was no one wants another variety writer on their, oh, on their roster, on their roster. And you should write a half hour. And uh, that idea that you had pitched to me, uh, would be a good idea if you write it out. And, uh, it would be, but it's, it's also like, uh, it's not, it's not, um, there's a couple of care. There's like a character that could be me if I would if, you know, so that's yeah. what I'm doing, but, yeah, er yeah. but everything else I'm making up like the other, you know, the other things I've written have been very close to my actual life. So I didn't have to make out of whole cloth people. I'm like, right. Oh, this is, right. this is a version of my mom. This is my son. And now it's like, uh, all right, let's try this. I don't know what this, I don't know if this is accurate. I've already got a list of comics who I, I want to ask to, Hey, this is, <laughs> what, does this seem right to you? I don't want to <laughs> write this necessarily this race or this, uh, ethnicity, uh, without checking that I'm, you know, oh, run uh, up the flagpole. Yeah. Of, yeah. Cause I don't want to yeah. just write all white people. You know, that's oh, right. kind of boring and that's not the way the world works anyway and looks, and that's not what's fun or interesting. So right. I wanted different characters with different experience and different places they were born. And I just, but I don't want to also, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta run out of the flagpole and go, is this, am I, you know, how, how, how white do I sound when I'm writing this, Yeah, <laughs> this person's experience <laughs> and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, it's just a lot of extra things where I don't know what I'm, where I just have to do a lot of work of figuring things out. So I'm just taking the characters. I'm not even, usually it's like with a, a pilot or a story or something, you, you have this, the story, but right now I'm just like, well, what if they, these five characters, none of which are very fleshed out yet. What if these two went to dinner and then I just write some dialogue and I find, then I kind of find out a lot about the characters that way i may not use any of that stuff in the actual pilot but i need to know who these people are before i write this uh this pilot out that's all yeah and it's a and it's a different muscle that it's hard for you to work you know so uh, yeah it is different yeah. and uh, i mean i i've also not been doing this because part of me was like can i do this i'm so it's so easy to write jokes and i'm it it's just like a it's jumping right back into, you know, uh, like a, 
jumping into a pool that I already know how to swim in. And this is the other one is like, yeah, I'm, I'm funny. I'm a funny writer, I think, but uh, yeah, this is a different way to do it. And I have to do all this extra work. It's true. Um, Hey, let's take a, let's take a quick break. I knew you were leading up to that. I could see you getting itchy or bored. I don't care. I'll talk through it. <laughs> Let me tell you something. One of these dogs wants to go back in the house and that dog is fucked. Because we have another 30 minutes of this. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's leave a halfway decent pause so that, uh, yeah. Dear Reading Glasses, it's been years since I've been able to read. I missed it so much, but I had no idea where to start. I felt so overwhelmed. But thanks to your show, now I'm back to enjoying books again and feeling like a reader. Love, Sarah. Yeah, that's an email we actually answered. Okay, maybe not that email specifically, but one just like it, because most of our listeners are named Sarah. (laughs) We're Reading Glasses, and we're here to solve all your reader problems. We give advice, help you find books you love, and discuss reading without making you feel pressured. No matter what you read or how you read it, we'll help you do it better. Reading glasses every week on Maximum Fun. Uh, Jackie Cation here. This week, we're excited to talk about the debut album from Valerie Tosi called Beach Trash. Uh, yes. I freaking, oh, and you got the vinyl. Are you, it's, I'm uh, it up. Can you see yeah, it? It's uh, a sexy pick. She's oh, sitting on a chair. She, uh, she's got a fence behind her. She is not <laughs> at a good beach. She's at a trashy <laughs> beach, as the title implies. All right. uh, Yeah, she's looking hot and sexy. And so, uh, Valerie Tosi's—it's available for streaming everywhere. Obviously, you can get it on super cool, transparent magenta vinyl. Yes. Uh, Blonde Medicine has put all sorts of great albums uh, on vinyl, and but everything, uh, everything's available on CD. Everything you could buy for download, obviously, on Amazon and iTunes. And uh, but Maggie Ferris, Corinda Dobbins, Bethany Van Delft—you know Maggie Ferris, Minneapolis comic. Oh, I know. In fact, uh, when she moved to New York, she uh, babysat my son for a little bit. Oh, that's hilarious. uh, She had a part-time gig. Uh, Yeah, and Val's album is hilarious. Val also does a great show called The Mermaid Hour at the Improv. Um, she's just a great uh, LA comic now. She's right, an LA and comic. you could get it in. She's very in Bloomington. She t- recorded in Bloomington at the Attic, so it's it's a great it's a great sound. It's just great. And, yes, and there there's a bunch of albums. You can get twenty percent off. So yeah. go to blondemedicine.com/slash/maxfun to browse the selection of stand-up LPs, and you can use uh, the code Jackie Lori. I'm making sure that that code's right. Yep. Uh, use the code Jackie Laurie and check out to get 20% off your entire order. So you could get a bunch. I mean, there's, there's dudes too, like good dudes, like Mike Kaplan. And I love uh, Mike Kaplan. I don't have any of the dude albums. Listen to what I have got. Uh, Valerie Tazi. I've got, uh, Corinda Dobbins. I've got Joyelle Johnson. I've got Janelle James. I've got Irene too. I've got Daya. I've got Bethany Van Delft, uh, Andy Maine and, uh, Amy Miller right here in vinyl. And, uh, what a, co- what a collection, what he has an incredible taste in comedy. You can't go wrong with a blonde medicine album. There you go. So go to blondemedicine.com slash maxfun and use the code Jackie Laurie. It'll be in the notes. And you know the drill. Bye. Don't stream. How about the comic of the week? Let's do that. Comic of the week. I worked with her at uh, Bar Lubitsch this week at um, Totally. What's Totally's full name? The show. I think she's called Totally. Totally Obsessed. 
totally. It, it, it might be. I can't remember. It's uh, um, all I know is, yeah. Well, anyway, she was hosting. She's very funny. I was like, who the fuck is this? How come I've never seen this person? But she's from New York, so she's been out there. And she very helpfully, she said, we've met. And she listed the places we met. And while I didn't remember those meetings, I appreciated (laughs) the prompts. And could everybody do that, please? Right, right. And it's Ellen Harold. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Ellen when Harrell. I said, yeah, I didn't mean, yeah, I remembered meeting you. I, yeah, I know that club. <laughs> and Yeah, I know that club, and I bet you we did meet there. <laughs> I don't, I, who am I to say we didn't? And, uh, right. but now I get to see your set, and it was very funny, and I'm on board. Right, so, and now it's easier hello. to remember her. Hello, Ellen Harold. You yeah. are our comic of the week. Oh, and so her last name is spelled with two R's, Harold, and she's on Instagram, not Twitter. Right. With three R's. So she really is going all in on that. And um, it's Ellen Harold three R's. H A R R R O L D. Is that yeah, on Instagram? Right? Yeah. Okay. It'll be in the notes. And I have been listening to Spare. This is Prince Harry's. This is such oh, an incredible segue from Ellen yes. Harold to Prince Henry. Prince Harry. And his his family calls him Harold as a joke. Um it's so interesting. Who calls him Harold as a joke? Oh, uh, his brother. Oh, okay. Hilarious. It's whatever. I don't know. Nobody's um, funnier than those two inbreds. Anyway, go ahead. Um, wow. Well, I I already have to distance myself <laughs> from you and these comments. Right, because you're hoping you're hoping one day to meet them. Yes, I want to. I I I will bet a million dollars that uh, Megan has a daytime show, a la Oprah, uh, okay. in the next. I would say three years, maybe after uh, the youngest baby gets a little bit older. That's my guess. Wow. She'd be great at it. And she's going to need a head writer. Okay. Right. And that's going to be you. You can, you can, you can uh, stop it with your inbred comments. Well, I didn't say she was. You and me are the same person. (laughs) Right. So what do we know? Yeah. So how is it? It's called spare, right? It's really good. Yeah. Okay. It's, right. it's a great, it's the ghostwriter did an incredible job. I, I get, here's the thing, like, I hope this doesn't get me fired from uh, the Duchess's show, but <laughs> um, so he, this is, this is how I think it went down. Like, like Prince Harry would say, all right. And this time in my life, I was very sad. Right. We, okay. I'm very sad is three words and you got to write a chapter. So this guy got really into the weeds and he's, he's a really great writer. And he's like, did it feel like this? And then he would give him like five paragraphs and Harry would go, exactly. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So he's, when he reads, I'm listening to the audible, he's reading it and um, it sounds like he wrote it. I mean, he's reading it. It's, it's a great reading, Um, but also he does the reading. Yeah. So okay. he's in your head for like, I don't know, 15 hours or so. Nice. Um, and it's, you know, if you've even just, I mean, I was, you and I are the same age, but you were not obsessed with Princess Diana, correct? Correct. Okay. So if you were, uh, and a lot of people were, a lot of people our age and younger were mm-hmm. very obsessed with Diana. Oh, oh yeah. There's just like, I've met people who had plates, like memorial. Yeah. Mind-blowing. <laughs> Mind-blowing look into the royal family and how they act and just all the weird shit going on in the palace all the time. And 
What a horrible way to live. Honestly, a horrible way to live. And the way they, they, de- sorry, Jackie, I'm going to go off. But she was demonized as a gold digger. And then you, you uh, listen to it. She, this woman was the lead on a series for seven seasons. Uh, she, she's, she's like in, an, in it, that is going through the eye of the needle to, to be able to do that as an actress. Right. She, right. she doesn't come from, she's not a Nepo baby. She doesn't, she, right. get, she doesn't have a hand. Okay. In the business, she kind of did it by herself and she got a lifestyle blog and all the stuff, stuff where she has her own income and her own persona. And she's looking at a big future as a, as an actor and a, a personality. And she yeah. checks it all to move into this fucking drafty castle with this guy <laughs> and his rude family. Rude. Right. Rude. Super rude. So, I mean, whatever. I, I'm sure people are yelling at the podcast right now. It's <laughs> great, but you know what? Well, I don't, uh, it sounds, it sounds challenging. I'm just going to say uh, to be raised quite so, I mean, it's, it's under a magnifying glass. I did not know. Because she has been mocked as being like not a successful actress, but what? she was the lead in a in a in a uh, TV show. Yeah, it, I think it was on TNT. I mean, there's a lot of shows on because we used to make fun of the the TNT shows, this you know Spazzoli and Isles or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was always like some show. You, they're all like lawyers and no one, yeah. whatever. You know what? A lot of people watched those shows and loved oh, yeah. them. And Suits was very popular. With she was a on certain suits? demographic. Yeah, she was the le- the lead of Suits for it's, seven fucking is, seasons. Let me tell you something. It's very surprising. I've never seen Suits because Suits was the kind of show that they would show on TNT for three four hour blocks yeah, uh, from three to it might seven. Have been USA Network. I, uh, I can't, USA yeah. did the same thing. Right. It was essentially it was the Bones leverage yes, castle uh, yes. burn notice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I mean, Rizzoli and Isles. That's what I'm Rizzoli and Isles. Yeah. Yes. But she was on Suits, and I mm-hmm. never did watch Suits, but I I might have it uh, because that's the exact same kind of thing. She was on the well. And they, they, what a bunch they, of assholes. They She's shot in successful. Canada. She got to live in Toronto mm-hmm. and make good money. Right. Uh, she, was, she had it all. She had My it all. theory is she, if she was actually a gold digger, she could have dated him and then broken up with him and been Prince Harry's ex for the rest oh. of her life. And people right. would have been obsessed with her. The British would have been happy because they didn't have an American actress in their Royal family. And right. she could be the ex of the Royal and she would, she would be famous just for that. In addition to her career. So she really gave up a lot of stuff to move in with this guy. Now it's working out now, but, uh, oh, at the risk of, she was almost uh, going to kill herself. So she paid a huge price for what she gave up. And, you know, I, I'm assuming was, they're doing okay now. I think it was, mentally. It, was it that guy, Jay, or was it whatever, uh, Alex, there were, um, Alex Thomas, Jay Leno. I'm trying to think of who you're talking uh, about. Alex Smith writer for SNL. Alex, okay. whatever, whatever. Someone was doing um, the, the comic, both black and gay, was talking about uh, Meghan Markle and how. Oh, English. Alex English. English. Yes. And we're talking about English people and I couldn't remember. And you his come up with Smith? Okay. <laughs> anyway, but he, I believe it to be him, uh, yeah. would, it did a bit and it was very funny about how. 
she just she shouldn't have been surprised if they were racist because that is life she's black and it was he put it much obviously there was yeah. a bit there yeah. but it was um it was a really it was a really sharp sort of commentary about her and he's clearly obsessed with them as well and um yeah so i think i think you're right but i think that there's some legs on that career for her okay uh, and, my, and my sense is uh does he have uh, money did, did he get to leave with cash he oh my god it's a crazy story i mean they he's lived like a baby his entire life even though he fought in a war and stuff and but i mean the fact that all your needs are met and like there's this one section where he's he's back home in london and his girlfriend's in cape town south africa which is an 11 hour flight i checked and he's like she said come on down and visit me so i did and i'm like wait a minute you took an 11 hour flight Obviously, that was first class. If I had to get an 11-hour flight, there'd be seven chapters on how shitty the flight was. So <laughs> so it's it's like this stuff where you're like, oh, that's nothing to you because you went first class. So it's no big deal to take right. an 11-hour flight. Essentially, you had a room on an airplane. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, so. Yes. So he there's things he'll never know because of how he was raised and... You can't fault him for not knowing. But is he, he seems poor to now? To like, try does, to. does he have to share a helicopter? Like <laughs> how poor? Which is a line. That's not my line. That's from two weeks' notice. <laughs> oh, really? Is, yeah, two weeks' notice. Underrated. Anyway, but um, it was a reference to how poor Hugh Grant's character was at the end of the movie. He ah. said, "I'm poor now," which just means we have to share a helicopter. <laughs> and that was funny. Okay. Well, um, he inherited maybe 13 million dollars from princess diana's estate that he okay got access to when he was 30 and (laughs) there was this he's like we did you know because they took away all of his security so he and megan are being stalked right with their baby archie and they have no security whatsoever so he's got to immediately hire bodyguards and stuff like that and um, and he's like, you don't want to spend the inheritance. It's like it's for Archie. Well, you know, I'm sure Archie will be fine with a mill. <laughs> like you could spend a yeah. little of the thirteen. But what? But it's just it's just like this. It's you're you're okay. You can you could drop a mill on on security. On security. Save twelve for Arch. But so, um, you know, but he, he may not completely understand money yet because he hasn't had to. I'm sure he does now. Right. But uh, no, they they made uh, he made a shitload from Spare, and um, that he, he definitely got back his uh, his the advance. So now the royalty, oh, dudes, he's gonna be making royalties, ironically, and um, uh, and the Netflix documentary paid a lot too. They're so yeah, they're doing okay. Is my point? They're okay. doing pretty well. Okay, financially. Um, what are you reading right now? I could. T- I see your eyes. You know, I can see eyes going from left to right, Jackie. <laughs> I know. I'm just trying to check where we're at um, time-wise because someone has to do it. Why don't we take another <laughs> break? Why don't we okay. take another break? Are elephants right-handed? What's the middlest size in the universe? What is the history of fan fiction? Let's find out together on our show, Let's Learn Everything, where we learn anything and everything interesting. My name's Caroline, and I studied biodiversity and conservation. My name's Tom, and I studied computer science and cognitive... Mm, Did you? (laughs) 
and my name's Ella, and I studied stem cells and regenerative medicine. On our show, we do as much research as you would for a class, but we don't get in trouble for making each other laugh. And we get to say fuck. <laughs> Maybe not in the trailer. Subscribe to Let's Learn Everything every other Thursday on Maximum Fun. See if we if we take that break now. Uh, so I will tell you this. This is regarding stand up comedy. Is I went and saw Ophira Eisenberg at the Comedy Yay. Cellar. Did I tell you that I got to meet uh, Esty? You did you tell me that on the podcast? Now I don't know because you were crank calling me all week, <laughs> so I don't know which conversations we've had on the podcast or not. Right. Well, whatever it was. Uh, um. It was I met uh, Erica Spira, who was a comic, uh, a New York comic. Who wait? You mean e Erica Spira? You said yeah. Okay. And um, I don't, I don't know if she's been a comic of the week. We might want to look into that. Doesn't sound familiar. Um, but she was super interesting, and um, and she kept trying to get me more sets around new york Heck yeah. and it was super nice yeah and which is what inspired me to start on the thread a list of places to go up in la yeah, so that i sure. could offer that to her when she comes when she comes here mm -hmm. uh, because she's been super nice and then um i whenever i go to new york i want to go this isn't comedy related at all i want to i always want to go to barney greengrass oh, especially yeah, because there Oh, it's it's expensive. It's delightful. It's a treat that I give myself because it's essentially a twenty dollar bagel, and um, <laughs> and I usually go with my friend Jenny, who owns that um, toy store up there. Oh, um, yeah. But and and I like it because I like a bagel. But I also go like it because one time I saw Frances McDormand there. Oh, and uh, that was neat. I mm -hmm. didn't bother her. She didn't need it. She so, didn't bother um, you. She didn't bother me. She didn't approach me and try to talk to me either. Um, but so I, um, Ophira was working and then she was hosting at the Moth, Ophira Eisenberg. So she, and Jenny couldn't come, my friend Jenny. So oh, it's a great story. It's going in, very into detail. Jenny, what the heck I invested. Jenny, Jenny can't come. Ophira can't come. You're at Barney's. You, it's a $20 yeah. bagel. Let's go. Let's go. Ophira shows up. We oh. spend, we have a lovely uh, meal. It's on like 87th in Amsterdam. She mm -hmm. has to go host the moth. Mm -hmm. And I have a set, but I don't have a set. And it's in the city, but I don't have a, and it's at the stand, but it's not till nine. Uh, but I was going to show up early because uh, Jenny Garofalo was doing a couple of sets. Oh, cool. So do you, are you friends with her from back in the day, as we say? To some extent, we're, we're, we would be friends if we hung out. If you know that she's not on the internet, she has a like a burner phone. Yeah. So I mean, she all was, she does is have a telephone. She was uh, terrorized for her stance on the Iraq War. Like I understand why she's not on the internet. You know. Well, she's well. Whatever reason she, she even had a luddite anyway. But well, and, yeah. and well, she's turned into a luddite, and she's on board. And so, <laughs> uh, so what I'm saying is that Ophira and I walk 52 blocks, um, and wow. we stop around 20, 25 blocks for a cup of coffee. But, uh, but, uh, <laughs> but we walk and we talk. And Ophira has a one-person show that she's working on. Did you know that one-person shows are back? Well, yeah, I mean, you have to get you have to get Mike Rabiglia to produce them. But yeah, they're back. The Soho Theater, there's uh, Gabe uh, Mollica, who is, I believe, 
is it this last it's last week's dork forest he his dorkdom was sondheim he's comic new york comic but he's also mm-hmm. he has a solo show about friendship um and ophir is doing a solo show and um Alison found- Levy did one about abortion that ran several that ran right. for a while, and then Jacqueline Novak's is still going all over the place. Right, I think she might have started it, Jacqueline Novak. I mean, no, I think, I think she was- Rabiglia started it, kicked it back into gear. Right, but he maybe, except for that, I think that the one that and Nathan Alex Blaine- Edelman has one too. Right, but they're. <clears throat> they're sort of gaining steam. There's, they're, yes. they're, they're, they're more and more of them. Right. Um, is, is Sarah Schaefer's, is oh. that a solo show? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause that's great. Inside at the, the clubhouse. It's great. Oh, that's she's cool. taking it on the road to various places as well. That's but yeah. Neat. I mean, yeah. if you can get a residency someplace, that'd be amazing. Mm-hmm. And, um, but it was, it was a lovely, it, like we hung out for like three hours talking about comedy, doing joke machine, and also mm-hmm. talking about solo shows and, and just life. And then she peeled off on like 34th, went to the theater to host the moth. Mm-hmm. And then I, um, I probably walked like four more avenues and, um, and then I took a cab down to the stand because and Ginny was was hilarious yeah um her stand-up it's so funny how we do the same kind of stand-up yeah 30 years later it's more the point of view is honed the delivery is is slight is tighter all things get we get better at it yeah if but we're still ourselves it. but we're yeah. st- right still very much ourselves and so she <laughs> Yeah, so she did a set downstairs and then she did a set upstairs, up and down. Mm-hmm. And I only had one downstairs and I got bumped because uh, somebody wanted a set and they live there. And uh, so, um, <laughs> and then Johnny. What it, is it a name I would know? Uh, it's, if it is, I don't remember it. Okay. Uh, you would probably know him, but I don't know him. Okay. And uh, something like Chappelle or something. Oh no, no! Okay. I that th- there was no more weird comics that uh, I that someone would want me to talk to about <laughs> their life choices. It's um, though you know I've never seen Chappelle live. I worked with him at Go Bananas in Cincinnati. Oh, did you back in like, many while- many years ago? Yeah, right. Yeah, before the Chappelle show. Even before the Chappelle show. So yeah. you just saw him do an hour and it was probably yeah, because, pretty good. Um, yeah, that was pre tough crowd. And Chappelle came like a year after tough crowd, I think. Okay. Is uh, the race draft, you know, that iconic uh, sketch with Bill Burr. Okay. Different race races draft different races. Like they'll take one, <laughs> one person that's like half this and half that will take that one. Okay. Uh, that was written by Brian Tucker. He initially pitched it to Colin for mm-hmm. tough crowd and Colin didn't want it. So he sold it to Chappelle <gasps> and it's like probably the most besides, uh, it's uh, a rich bitch is probably the most famous Chappelle sketch. It's, and oh, it's wow. still great. I just watched it again recently. Bill Burr is cool. really funny in it. Oh, good. Um, yeah, it's great. Um, I, uh, my ex, uh, the, we used to, I used to live on 96 in Amsterdam with my ex, oh, okay. the Russian, Gennady, the Russian and, guy? Um, yeah. 
he's last I talked to him, he took, <laughs> he's working at a prison in upstate New York for like a certain amount of time to get yeah. some, the pension situation and all that stuff. Sure. <laughs> like, Oh my God. All right. <laughs> what a, what a character. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah. From if the we, Soviet Union, came here. If he if he could have been a professional handball player, that's all he would have done. That's <laughs> all he was obsessed with. And now he's a prison wow. guard. Wow. Oh my god! But you know, whatever. Really yes. good plumber. Cool. <laughs> that's great. Uh, he noticed uh, my stroke. Oh, I'm sure he did. I have to say, <laughs> I have to say that if we thought about all of the different men that we've met in the last 35 years, oh, man. like there's just so many that are just weirdos that nobody in this day and age would describe as a weirdo. Only I would describe like the guy that that remember the mullet that owned um, the Tulsa Comedy Club? I was Randy. just thinking it's got to be Tulsa. Randy, right? Yep. Yeah. That and guy. he's married to the waitress, Melissa, right? Yep. And then they and got then, a divorce or something. He died. Oh, that's right. He died. But yeah. I think they were, well, I don't know. Anyway, their marriage ended at some point because he died. At the very least. <laughs> She's right. not still married to him. How did he die? Uh I wouldn't be surprised if someone killed him. I have no idea. Here's the thing about Randy is that Randy was a charming, charming jackass of a human being like racist. um, But he liked me. Uh, Sexist. (laughs) He liked her. Right. Didn't his sister, wasn't his sister Colleen who owned the San Antonio room? Right, they own they owned three three rooms initially. They owned uh not I don't know if her name was Colleen because it isn't it Colleen was. McGar. Bruce and Colleen. No, it's not Colleen McGar. Bruce and Colleen were uh, a couple that owned. They had a lot of money. I don't know how. I do La Quinta. Oh, they had La Quinta money, <laughs> which okay. you wouldn't think that would be a thing, and yet it is. And um. But it's so funny that it, I don't know, it seems like every rich person has a brother named Randy that they have to give a job to. <laughs> well, all I remember is that he he had me headline yeah. and um, Darlene Westcourt featured. Oh. Darlene Westcourt just got married, by the way. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. Is she and, in Las Vegas? No, no. She's, uh, they have, I think they went to Las Vegas for some reason, but. I thought she was out of Las Vegas for a while. No, no? She, uh, Minneapolis still, to my knowledge. I know, but I didn't. Um, I thought she lived in Las Vegas and was working out of that. I'm I mean, thinking of Kathleen, another a female comic, an old not Kathleen Madigan. Kathleen, fuck, oh, what's her last name? I don't know. Oh, think of it later. Anyway, I think she's from the Minneapolis area too. All right. Mm. Okay. Um, anyway, but regular Tulsa, right? Uh, New Year's Eve weekend, and um, so midnight happens. And Randy, Randy comes up on stage and French kisses me in front of the entire audience. Oh, my God. And he reeks of tequila. Oh. And I was like, what just happened? And he was like, I'm drunk. And I was like, I don't care. Get off stage. Wow. And um, gross. It was really gross. It was one of the grossest things. Yeah. yeah not the grossest thing, but it was a gross thing. That's pretty gross. It's pretty gross. And, but, but when I, but what made me think of it was I was like, because the, the guy that works at the prison 
Not that he was gross, but um, not gross at all. No, he's no, not no, gross no. at he's, all. No, he's, and he's it, just it, made it, an for, interesting life choice. <laughs> but for an American, you're like in prison. But I, I could, you know, it, his point of view was always so different coming from the Soviet Union that it, it, he just always made me look at everything differently than I had. So th- that was something that was always interesting to me. It is from Walnut Creek, cool. California. But, yeah. Know. It probably opened your, your eyes to a lot of yeah. different things. Yeah. 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 And he was good at handball. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. I want to make it dirty. It's much like the swimming. <laughs> much like the swimming. And, uh, <laughs> Um, so, yeah, you're a filth monger, and uh, we've all known it for a long time. Jackie, on March 10th, I will be in Seattle doing two shows at the Hereafter, and I just want to start plugging ticket sales. Yeah. Now, if you're in yeah. Seattle, come see me. Um, I was just in Corvallis, and yeah. the people that own it said that was the best set that they've ever seen there. That's awesome. I have to say, last night... Um... In, in South Dakota, so many people were like, you're, that was the, that was such a great set. And I was like, it's a bit of a mess. Interesting. <laughs> so, because the room, it's such, I, I, I had thought that I had been to Sioux Falls before. Mm-hmm. It turns out I had been to Sioux City. Uh, oh, Iowa. Iowa, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. It's a different, it's a different city. It's state, a different small yeah. city and state. Yeah. And, uh, but Sioux Falls is uh was very nice i had a, a lovely time in the, in the and the crowd was really good too uh quite honestly um but the room is set up kind of for weddings you know those yeah. eight foot tables yes mm-hmm. so they had eight foot tables and they shouldn't it's because it's a comedy club it's called boss's comedy club and boss's comedy club in sioux falls south dakota it's part of a small chain out of south dakota called boss's chicken and um, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> why would oh no be? are they gonna have like a hair salon too boss's hair <laughs> boss's jazz oh my god but um and i and i actually i i thought i alienated them because i got on stage and i said hey i used a different bathroom in this building and i found a separate entire separate dive bar there's two dive bars in this building owned by bosses and um it was uh it was not well received. That was less really? well received. Yeah. Yeah, that's but, weird. Do you, you think if you're hanging out at a dive bar, you'd know it and you wouldn't right. feel insulted? Maybe, maybe bosses is kind of fancy. Um, but it did remind me of every of most of my road work from the 90s, except Ooh, for the TVs right. were flat. it was still a sports bar right and um right because i i just i drove everywhere and there were these it was you know an incredibly well lit bar Mm -hmm. where people our age who at the time i considered old were sitting at the bar getting hammered and then would go and poke their head in and watch stand-up comedy but they've been actually building a really good comedy uh scene in sioux falls and the this festival that i did the snow jam this mm-hmm. is the seventh year and and so one of their hooks seven times they haven't asked me to do it right that's interesting and, right and but their hook is that it is also um a benefit like the first four years they benefited special olympics okay this That's year nice. it was uh this year it was a cat shelter and uh and trans rights group 
Oh, nice. Right. I, I don't know which side was, was pandering. I was a little surprised I didn't, I didn't see that one coming out of uh, right. South Dakota. Right. I didn't. I don't know which side they were pandering to. They were just like, don't notice the trans people, cats, or don't notice the cats, trans people. Is, anyway. is South Dakota where Christy Nome is from or is she North Dakota? She's know. the governor. I think she's South. She's yeah. awful. Uh, um, there's some awful people. We're yeah. real close to being done. So let's tell people one last time, come to Flappers tonight. Please come to Flappers if you're in L.A. It'll be a yeah. really fun show and it'll be as safe as possible, uh, COVID-wise, if you're worried about that stuff. And we'll bring some merch, man, if you want to buy merch. We'll bring our little Jackie and Lori notebooks and I'll bring oh, some of go. my Centaur t-shirts and you'll bring some stuff too, right? Sure, I'll bring some stuff. But uh, And then... Uh, please come to Rooster Tea Feathers this weekend please because uh, I have not been publicizing it enough. And um, I I will send out an email about it at some point, probably this week, hopefully. And, um, and then also come to Traverse City next week because I need that to be filled. Yeah, we need to we need to fill rooms. We have to mm-hmm. compete with these TikTokers who have seven minutes of material, but no one gives a fuck because they got a million followers and they can they can sell shows and their they audiences can. don't care. Your audiences are used to 30 second TikTok. So seven minutes of material is like 14 times the show they were expecting, you know? <laughs> and that has been an hour. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned, audience supported.